Zach, and I've got rubbing alcohol all over my hands. I'm Ben, and I'm sitting in a black widow's nest. I'm Slater, and, well, I'm a living zombie. Holy shit. Wait, Slater? the Like, from Ride This One? Nope, from Saved by the Bell. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Yes. I was going to say, I thought maybe we, we extended our git a bit too far. I mean, if you'd like, I can prove it's me. I can say something transphobic. If you don't know about that, look it up. <laughs> <laughs> what, that you're transphobic? <laughs> Mario Lopez is. Yes, he is. <laughs> hmm. Welcome back to the show, Slater. Well, hello, everybody. And, and I guess to uh, the theme park world at large. I never fully left. I mean, I read Screenscape. Right? I, I went to Hollywood Nights. I just, you know, I mean, I didn't want to do any of those things, but I did. <laughs> so, Do it for the kids, right? Fuck kids. No. Oh, I'm sorry. This is an amazing <sighs> podcast. Don't don't fuck kids. I don't want people to get confused. He's um, a good man. <laughs> who? Who's that? Who's she? I don't know. I don't, what was that supposed to be about? I don't fucking know. <laughs> um. Was that Adam Driver? Something like that. No, because, uh, God, I really would love to fuck that man. Um, but, yeah. So, it's 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 fun to uh, be Driver. on. Driver. I hardly know her. Uh, <laughs> and when did you become a 45-year-old man? I mean, it hasn't been that long. <laughs> Look, you've been out of the game for a minute. <laughs> Apparently, you don't know what's happened. <laughs> I'm embracing the uh, the cranky old uh, man in me, I guess. It's in all of us. It is. Well, you know what's in me. Come on, Slater. <laughs> <laughs> I just got back from a clothing op- optional gay men's campground. Can you imagine what's inside of me right now? Um, <laughs> lots of cranky old men. <laughs> um, I don't know about. Or maybe old. they weren't so cranky. I don't know. Uh, a good a good friend of our show was there. He runs an event out there, so I went out there because he'd been wanting me to go now for like five years, <laughs> and so I was just like, "All right, I'll go checking out." Me and my boyfriend went out there, and. Believe it or not, it really was not that exciting. I mean, the, the event was exciting, but we, we were quite boring. We, we didn't actually hook up with anyone because we're like weirdly in love and kind of only want to like, you know, be with each other. We're in that honeymoon phase. What can I say? We in love. It's disgusting. It's so gross. Is this how heteros feel? Is this is this what you all do? This like so, weird monogamy like thing? What What is this? So... Uh, I'm not sure. Am, am I supposed to feel happy for you? What's happening? I, I don't know. I mean, we're not monogamous. Like, we're open, but, like, I don't know. We just didn't feel like doing, like, sex swings and orgies. It just was not, wasn't in our wheelhouse this past weekend. It just, just seems very exhausting right now. 
I mean, that's a good sign. I mean, I suppose it's a good sign. Yeah, sounds like you might be ready for... I was going to say, it sounds like you might be ready for a tax break in some states. I mean, hell, I mean, I just finished 13 years of tax breaks. I don't don't know if I'm ready for that yet, but um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, I'm not about to get a dog, put it that way. Although I would love a dog because dogs are so sweet. Um, Yeah, so how, how, I mean, if people really want to know what my life has been, they can go listen to the, oh my God, new episode of Ride This One that just came out. And which was tradition we had to take down immediately and edit some information out of it and then put it back up. (laughs) (laughs) What information? We said somebody's (laughs) name. (laughs) We shouldn't have said, apparently. I didn't know that they'd signed an NDA. (laughs) They didn't tell me they'd signed an NDA. And then I get a panicked like message like, oh, my God. I'm like, "Okay, we'll take it down. We'll fix it. (laughs) Moment. (laughs) Like I am. I'm on a fucking podcast. The podcast was active when this person had talked to me about this thing, I'm like, so you're going to tell me things, you know, I run a podcast. You, what you need to say is don't talk about this. Or if you talk about it, don't say my name. And I didn't, I just figured everything was post announcement. So it didn't matter because I didn't say anything until it was after it was announced. So like shit, but oh, well, (laughs) Well, that's look. That's I mean, a little peek behind the curtain. What was the uh, what was the announcement? It was for Top Thrill Two, the worst fucking named ride ever, fucking ever. And I, I yes, I, thank I, you. I thought Steel Curtain was a bad name. No, no, Top Thrill Two, much worse. I. I just, I, I I just can't fathom why. <laughs> Unless they're like, no, it's. I mean, I get it. They're trying to keep the name. They they want to keep like the old name in it, and they want to keep it related, whatever. But they could have done like, what was what was top through? No, what was the joke? Zach, we were talking about like two weeks ago. Oh, like bottom thrill two or verse thrill. Oh yeah, that would work. I mean, I that that's it's technically verse now. It, it would be verse. I would I would agree with that. You know, um, they could have called it something like. I was the, gonna say, I think. Well, so in, in regards to the name, I gotta <laughs> say this real quick. A buddy of ours. I, I don't know. It got awkward for a second. So a buddy of ours, Drew the intern, texted me, and he he wanted me to point out that apparently to the average Cedar Point visitor who was not an enthusiast, they called it Top Thrill. Yeah, I had heard that. <laughs> I mean, I, I just it's it's. I, it, it's just, I don't know. I fucking hate it. And I, 
It's exactly what I said they were going to do is what they did, though. I mean, from the beginning, I said it's just going to be a swing launch. That's what they're going to do so they can use limbs. That way they have the space to get the speed that they need. I am surprised at Zamprilla. That's that. That's a choice. That's a choice. We'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, I was hoping they'd at least put one hill kind of at after, but I guess no. Um, can't do that. Um, yeah, I mean, of all things to not add, like, I don't know. Like, they definitely went the cheapest route possible. Oh, definitely. Because, you know, you know, they put it out to a bunch of different companies, right? And so I would love to see what other much better ideas companies came up with. So, and it just, I feel like they could have, they could have done more for not much more money. I mean, just, I think, I don't fucking know. I don't know. I just, I'll, I'm going to go write it. Sure, I'm sure it's going to be fun, but, you know, those launches, they're just not going to be that intense, right? They're not. Yeah, not to mention, uh, I put money on this. I think they're going to add a trim break to the top hat. Oh, yeah. I don't disagree with that. Like, 100%. There's no reason why they wouldn't add a a trim break. That's such so, a bummer. Yeah, I mean, we'll see, but you know the CP. And if there's not, boys, I'll be shocked. I mean, the but CP fanboys are going to still act like this is you know, a gift from God. the CP fanboys are going to act like this is a gift from God, like hardcore. Yeah. I mean, I mean at the end of the day, the ride after post launch is the same exact ride. So it's like, I guess if you change gears and say, Oh, it's not a new ride. It's just the old one. It's, you know, it's a lateral move. Yeah. And you know, yeah, nothing really gained it. Nothing gained, nothing lost really, you know? And do we think that because as far as I understand, this was done pretty quickly. Um, the decision wasn't really made until after the accident. It just still seems like an odd choice. I just I feel like there were other things they could have done. But. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I, that's yeah. why I actually thought like they do a full different rethink. A full different name. I think you'd want to pull away from that name, you know. I don't know. Well, that's just it. Imagine you just came out of, you know, serious condition in the hospital, and then you see the announcement of the ride that killed you. Like, here's the thing, right? That it's it doesn't it's not enough change where it matters because the average guest isn't aware. Oh, it's a hydraulic. Now it's a limb. It's safer. Like, I I I need to put. Yeah. (laughs) You 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 see the announcement for the ride that killed you. Now, how are we managing that one? Zombie newspapers, goddammit. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. 
Uh, no, well, whatever. Just- you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a dick. <laughs> but I, I don't know. We'll see. I'm, I'm, here's the thing. It'll be fun. There, I'm, I'm sure that the, the experience will be fun, but it doesn't really make me. It's not something like, OK, if I'd went to Cedar Point a lot, would that get me to go out there? No, absolutely not. Still Vengeance would, but not that. Although Still Vengeance didn't really get a lot of people to go out there, apparently. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. I mean, the back spike, though, there is a back spike. Yeah, they're really they're really banking on that back spike. I feel like they missed an opportunity Which, to make that viral as well. It's, it'll be. Yeah. I'm kind of glad they didn't. You know what? Yeah, I, I think, think the straight been... spike is a better. I don't know. The, the, the rolls, whatever. I actually feel like a more interesting thing and it would have uh, uh, people you may agree or disagree on this. I feel like imagine going backwards up that spike with like a cable lift or a chain and you're going up it slowly vertically to the top and then get dropped. That would have been, I think, a much more effective thrill. I think that shit would have been scary. Yeah. Yeah, that's like uh, like a roller coaster tycoon to shuttle coaster. Kind of. And you could still have limbs after that, you know, to get it up to speed. But uh, I just wonder, I mean, I didn't really look. Is this matching the same capacity as previously? Did it cut capacity? Did they even announce what expected capacity is? Um, apparently, apparently it's supposed to be better than the previous operation. Um, okay. I don't know. I think someone did the math and they said it's going to be a 20 car train every 52 seconds or something. Okay. So and Cedar Point might actually that do that. To. Yeah. In the height of summer, Cedar Point might even actually do that. So, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I think it. They, I mean, it seems like Cedar Point has the ability to hit capacity. Like, if they wanted to do good capacity, they could probably do it for the first summer. Yeah, they probably will for the first summer. You know, like most parks, you know, the fog machine works for the first summer. I mean, it, it maybe I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um. I, I was just hoping for a better name. The name just, just like fuck. I was like, I was like Polaris. I was cool with that. That'd have been sweet. I mean, I don't know, but mm, I ain't gonna go wait in line when it first opens. Well, they also had way. that. Uh, well, they also had that whole thing that was like re- get revved up with the three V's, and there's like a Latin thing and all that. And they yeah. didn't even play on any of their clues. No, that was a mess. But that that's pretty common for Cedar Fair. Yeah, I think the marketing department uh, didn't think that one through. 
Yeah, well, as far as I understand with the name, there were a lot of other names done. And I think the creative people were probably really frustrated because in the end, it was the suits were like, mm, I, I just almost feel like it was Tony Clark who decided like, hey, top thrill too. I, 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 it's just ridiculous. I fucking <laughs> hate it so much. I fucking hate it. Oh, and here's a teaser. I have that to put... Did- that I'm decision sorry. was made on a go ahead no go ahead that decision was made oh, I was going to say that decision was made on like a Monday morning in like a standard corporate meeting where like half the people didn't show up and then there oh, was the, like the office Karen yes. who was like I want to be top thrilled too right. and then they were just like oh whatever just like a random How- decision how are people going to know it's the same ride, but again, if we don't put two in there? <laughs> like, fine, Alexis. You're putting too much faith. I think you're putting too much faith in the GP2 with that because, like, you could have named it Polaris and painted it blue, and people would think it was an actual new ride. They would have. Unlike now, Solar people Dollar. are going to know it's like revamped or redone or whatever, right? And they're going to be like, "Oh, this thing f- like hurt somebody." So should we trust it? I actually think that would make people trust yeah. the ride less. I don't know. Maybe that's just me, but you know, yeah. at least at least when they're building, uh, at least they changed the name. Unlike Silver Dollar City, who's just decided. To- where on a personal level I love it but on a marketing standpoint I'm just like fucking smacking my forehead with Silver Dollar City's fire in the hole (laughs) that is gonna confuse the fuck fire in your hole it's just so ridiculous they've already got billboards up new for 2024 fire in the hole and I guarantee the GP's gonna be like what but they already have that ride what are they doing this well, are they, how's, what's the, what's the new one like in comparison? Is it like a new layout or anything? So, I mean, the layout is a little different because the building is different. It is bigger, but it is basically a souped up version of the same ride. It's going to have three drops like the last one. It's going to have a lot of the same scenes, only much more ornate, updated effects. It's going to have the water splashdown just like the other one. So, like, it is being truly true to the original so for me i'm thrilled as fuck because that's my childhood right so of course that like nerd in you that kid in you wants to hold on to that you don't want to lose something you love so i'm like okay they're really doing it justice but from like a marketing standpoint and a business standpoint i'm like this seems dumb to spend 30 fucking million dollars and not even give it a new name. I thought they would name it like Blazing Fury, like what they have at Dollywood, so they could at least market it differently. You know? But I'm happy. I couldn't be happier with the announcement. But people missed the biggest deal in that announcement. No one is talking about it. And that's all the new land they bought. We know a resort's coming. But the one thing he's talked about, and he says, if you're a local... Our land, it's a long stretch and it's all connected and it goes all the way down to Dana's Barbecue. Now, if you know anything about Branson, Dana's Barbecue is right off the main strip in Branson. Okay. And 
that stretches all the way to Silver Dollar City. And it's a straight line. If you actually look at the land purchase, it is a straight line right to where that resort's supposed to be. I am telling you, we are going to see a new resort. Probably announce the, gra- the resort later this season, probably in the fall, um, for a 2025 or 2026 opening. But I think we're going to have either a skyline or some tramp of transportation to them building their own version of like a Disney Springs or a City Walk right there off the strip. So you'll have direct transportation from the resort in the park to something that's going to have restaurants, shops, nightlife, all of that out there. I about guarantee you that's what's happening. Why else would you need that long strip of land going all the way to the strip? So if they built it, is it possible they would just build a road? There would possibly be a road as well. In fact, I would not be surprised. Well, maybe. That is tough land to build a road. Because, I mean, it's not impossible, but they could build a road. But to me, it makes sense to do a skyline, which would be cheap. They have the money to do it. It wouldn't be anywhere near the size of what, like, Disney built. Um, And that would be really attractive for people from the park. Be like, hey, shit, we don't even have to take our car. We can just hop onto this, go spend more money, and then come on back. You know, I just – I think – I would be shocked if that's not what they're doing. I mean, yeah. I'd be really shocked because it's a weird purchase. It was they've been working on purchasing disconnected bits of land for almost a decade, and they recently completed it with an 800 acre purchase that happened in, I want to say it was March that that happened. Um, so, I mean, we know the resorts coming. I mean that that's that's very clear. So big stuff. I mean, in like some of our cities, doing something like <laughs> I think Iron Man ass, Iron Man ass, which I'm a fan of that. Like I'm a I'm a, that yes, wonderful. I just that just for me conjures up an image of Bender from Futurama saying, "Bite my shiny metal ass." See, and I'm thinking more like the classic, the Iron Giant. So. I mean, that's a big metal ass. It's a big metal ass. I thought immediately of uh, don't don't be a menace to South Central while you're drinking your juice in the in the hood. Just me. Cool. So, as far as the ride, though, what do you all think? As far, like, I I mean, it looks good to me. The the incline loop is, uh, I think, a good comeback. We need more of those. It's a fun element. I agree with that. So, hear, hear me out on this one, right? Iron Iron Menace looks like the Hydra of dive coasters. Okay, I love Hydras. Yeah. So that's okay with me. I know that a lot of oh, people. It's don't. not an insult. That's not a knock on it. <coughs> but really- I don't think I dislike Hydra. I don't think I get it though. Yo, all there is to get is the JoJo roll and the Cobra roll. It's just such a weird layout. 
And I appreciate that because it's just so <coughs> fucking weird. But I don't know. I it's it it is a bit of an odd addition to park. Yeah. That uh that first element though is pretty good. Um now as far as here's the thing that's weird to me. So you remember that they were supposed to get that switchback roller coaster, right? That was all teased, and it was like then it got canceled. That was the rumor for a long ass well, time. Well, I mean, it got confirmed that they were supposed to get it, and it got got it. Well, they, we said delayed because of the pandemic. But well, where'd that ride go then? Is it still going somewhere else? Were they able to get their money back and cancel it? Like what the fuck? What what happened to that? When was so was that actually an official statement or like a release? Yeah, there were blueprints. Yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, it was all but confirmed. So, I mean, that was a big one. That was a real big one. I mean, it's possible they never even started building any of it. I mean, fair. I don't know. They got to the phase of, you know. Like, yeah, they probably put just enough money in, like, down to get the plans drawn up. Right. Like, honestly. You're saying blueprints, and it's like thinking about it. It's like, yeah, that could have just been a a proposal that leaked. I suppose. Yeah, because they do those. I mean, they probably do a couple of those for different ideas. Yeah, I feel like there was though a re- there was some because before you, yeah, I mean, probably like before you go. By the time you go to a manufacturer for like a quote on a ride, like you've probably had to sunk enough money into to basically have like the actual yeah. something of a mock-up I or mean, a blueprint. I like the dive coaster. I think that's great. It's, I don't know if it's what the park needs. Oh, well, they need anything. It's been so fucking long, but um, I mean, it's still a better addition than Zambezi Zinger at Worlds of Fun. Uh, Oh, have you written that? But it's fine. I only waited. No, I haven't bothered it. I'm not. I don't care. I mean, I'm going to get out there at some point, but it's just it, I, it does nothing for me. It's a less good version of Prowler. Yeah. No one. Have you heard anyone rave about it? Have you heard anyone be like, oh, this is like a godsend? I haven't heard pretty much anything at all. I mean, Exactly. Yeah, and I know like YouTubers have been making videos of the ride, but nothing praising it. Nope. Everyone, uh, the most people the best talk I've heard about is, Mamba Trimless oh, than that right. ride. Mamba Trimless is sick. That is no joke. But I mean, that's exactly it. It's forgettable. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> The views and opinions of the host are those of the host and not any company which they're affiliated with. Occasional adult language will be used for the remainder of this episode. Oh, do they still make that show, too? Uh, that's fairly regular. Oh, well, you know, I stopped caring about that a long time ago. I was going to say, when was the last time you were on there, Drew? Uh, I've been pretty regularly on, I think, I don't know, five of the last six. Wait, you're 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 a podcaster again? Yeah, so I I finally have my like actual podcast studio room done. So like now it's a fairly regular thing where I'm actually regularly on in the loop. 
Oh, did you expect escape a bad relationship as well and finally crawl out of the darkness of your life so that you could finally function again? Or is that just me? Uh, that's just you. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was you the job. A bitch later. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't quite know how to respond to that, but um, uh, I'm glad you're. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you didn't uh, milk yourself. <laughs> I do that regularly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's an inside joke that um, from a typo that I sent us later. Yes. <laughs> sure, it was a typo. Um, so what, know, are you, what, I, we, what are love, we talking about? I love the positive vibes that we're kicking off with here. <laughs> Oh, we're we're good. We're good. We're good. What? So, what? Where? Where were we at before? I I assume you guys, uh, Iron Man ass. Yeah, Iron oh. Man ass. Hydra. Yeah, it seems fun. Uh, we were talking about the fact that, that they had originally Dorney. had that switchback planned. What the fuck happened to that? What COVID. do you know, Drew? I mean, yeah, but I mean, was the ride, had um, they not purchased it? Did the money get, did, is it going else or what the fuck? Was it supply chained? I don't know. I, I, I genuinely. I, I love that. I don't know the answer to like, that. Like you um, should have the answer to I that. Think, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, to be fair, there's a lot of times where I do have answers to things that I, just normally just say no i don't know the answer to but i generally don't know the answer to that um it i think the switchback was probably the better ride idea but this is definitely the better capacity and um probably the better move for dorney park as a dorney park park um but as me as a fan i probably would have liked the switchback roller coaster better yeah I think that plays better on the fact that Pennsylvania as a state has better wooden roller coasters than any other state in America. So um, I think Dorney Park is missing their signature wooden roller coaster that every other amusement park in Pennsylvania has besides Del Grasso's. Well, I feel like the important question, though, is like, what makes a more marketable nano coaster? (laughs) Uh, the beyond vertical. Oh, that's a great question. Cause even the spike, I've, ah, man, both of those would probably be equally as interesting nano coasters. What's the closest equivalent of a nano? Dorney's not getting another coaster for 15, 20 years. So like, so no, man, this probably, this might be the last new roller coaster Dorney ever gets. (laughs) You think Dorney's just going to, the world's going to end with Dorney having this lineup. <laughs> I mean, I don't necessarily Whoa. think the world is going to end, but um, not, not to be a downer, but like Dorney is entirely surrounded by urban sprawl that eventually I feel like Cedar Fair is going to California, Great America, this place too, and been like, nah, you know what? We're good. Um, we can sell off this land, build more houses and uh, concentrate our, thoughts elsewhere i could see that actually yeah i mean it's yeah so that park is always weird though is it um i mean it does well right it has to it's water park does well um the dry park every time i've ever been to the dry park 
nothing has had a line besides the wild mouse, but that's because Cedar Fair doesn't know how to operate a wild mouse. Yeah. I mean, they do have, I don't know. I mean, the park can't be that unprofitable if they have three B&Ms. That's pretty, yeah. and, and a well, hypercoaster. It's, it's a pretty big lineup already. Yeah, but all of that was built in the Dick Kinzel era. Dorney Park hasn't gotten anything since new Cedar Fair leadership, right? Like Kinzel built Hydra and Talon and then relocated a ride from Geauga Lake. And let's, then we, let's met- we not forget Demon Drop. Home of the best theme park t-shirt ever. Yeah, I have been to that park three times and I still haven't got to ride that damn thing. You have a lot of downtime problems. I mean, you you haven't ridden anything at Cedar Point. Uh, Well, I will. I will. Not this coming weekend. But not this coming weekend, but the following weekend. I'm going to be at Cedar Point. So that park's going to burn to the fucking ground. So people go get your ride-ins the next few days because you fucked. Mm. I don't know if I would say that out loud. (laughs) (laughs) That's scary. Hey, I just know my luck. By the time I get there, that's probably what's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, I would guess Dorney Park probably does similarly around the same attendance as Worlds of Fun, Valley Fair, um, probably right up there with King's Dominion maybe a little less than that, but, and so I think their attendance is good enough for what they want that they don't necessarily need to keep investing year in and year out. It's like Michigan's adventure where that park does 750,000 visitors a year, whether they build something new or not, everyone just goes up there once a summer. Um, yeah. So I, I think Dorney will always be fine. I think this will be a nice new addition to them to sell some annual passes and push some more family visits this year. Yeah, I mean, what's the other competition? Is it just Kings Dominion? No, Dorney Park is right in between Great Adventure and Hershey Park. They're both about an hour and a half away from Dorney Park, uh-huh. um, give or take. And it's they're all sort of in the Philadelphia metro area. So they are all direct competitors then? Basically, yeah. Oh, yeah. Major competition. And if you think there. about it, Dorney Park does have the better water park out of the three of them. So that's why their water park has bit gotten all the expansions because I mean, it's two park, one price. So is Hershey, but like great adventure kind of isn't like, unless you're a certain type of pass holder. So Dorney's going to be great adventure on their, their water park. And they kind of beat Hershey parks, water park as well. Yeah. I mean, that water park is actually pretty big from what I remember. Yeah, it's like 50% of the park. Yeah. So you think, because I've always heard that water parks are more profitable than theme parks. You think that Cedar Fair would still get rid of a water park that services such a large series of metros? Um, I was really kind of half kidding when I said that I thought this coaster was going to be the last one. Um so I'm definitely not going to like double down on my opinion and say, oh, I definitely think Dorney Park is closing in the next 20 years. But um, no, own up to your fucking opinion, Drew. It's just <laughs> I'm not going to own it because I don't it's not actually my opinion. Right. Like I 
I don't think they're going to close. What I, a fucking cop out. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think any park is necessarily going to close, but there are just plenty of them that I'd be like, ah, the conditions are right enough where if a couple of things go wrong, I can see it happening. Right. Like California's great America is going to close. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, why did Cedar fair put a new ride in this year? Right. Like they, they're like, all right, we're going to invest a little bit. That's like the weirdest uh, fucking but thing. But also that it was great. I saw somebody mind. complaining about the efficiency of their. No, I know exactly why that is. It's because King's Dominion asked for it. Um, I think it has something to do with uh, Zamperla to get this top thrill dragster um, contract through in like 15 flat rides or some indi- crazy number. And they were like, all right, I guess Great America can also get one of these. But like, if you think about it, like every Cedar Fair Park this year got Zamperla flat rides. So I'm that's my tinfoil conspiracy as to why all of these Zamperla rides showed up out of nowhere this year. That I makes mean, a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. What else? So what did uh, wait? Great American got a Zamperla and a water ride. No, I think it's, I I don't know. Great America got a, a Sam Perla kids flat ride. Um, Kings Island got two Sam Perla kid flat rides. Carowinds got like four flat rides. I don't know. I think at least two of them were Sam Perla. Cedar Point yeah. got the Wild Mouse. Um, so that's a lot of Sam Perlas in one season. Yo, is Zamperla having some sort of blowout sale? Well, that's why I think they had some crazy... Well, I mean, they sold to everyone this year. I don't know. Kennywood's new flat ride was a Zamperla this year. Um, Adventureland in Iowa, their new water ride and roller coaster were both Zamperla. Like, those fuckers absolutely won the year. Like, every new edition was a Zamperla. It's like Vacoma. Besides, (laughs) like, Zinger and Airy Force One. Yeah, that's yeah, why I you. kind of, I mean, that's why I kind of agree with the whole Dragster Zamperla thing that I forgot who mentioned it, but basically that like Zamperla is like qu- plenty qualified to make that kind of investment or do that kind of project considering like their portfolio and how many parks they actually service. Yeah, um, it's cool. Top Thrill 2 is still a stupid-ass name, though. Oh, it's man, I'm all in. Name. I'm all in. Um, yeah, that's fair. You guys don't really like Formula 1, so, like, I understand. But, like, that's my shit, right? And so Formula 2 is another Formula 1 league. So Top Thrill 2 isn't necessarily, like, an obscure stretch from a play on Formula 2. And, like, the Formula two logo looks very similar. Like the two in top thrills two looks very similar to the formula two, two. So I think it's also kind of a play on that. Um, so wait, am I incorrect? Am, am I, am I making a stretch and assuming that these formula two cars gun down the track and then slam into reverse back to the starting point and then go back and drive to then complete the race. I didn't say I like the switch track and the shuttle form. Um, I said, I liked the name. 
Um, I do not have any real interest in the, 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 the shifting back and forth because in my opinion, the best part of dragster was the launch. And so having your launch gone really defeats like my favorite part of that ride, but dragster is dead. It's, and now we've got top thrill too. Um, Long live dragster. Yeah. The enthusiasts all really like dragster, but, uh, like I was telling you the, the general public calls that bad boy top thrill um or uh top thrill race car top fuel race car like it was never dragster um so i understand why cedar point went with the top thrill one that and dragster racing really isn't popular and other forms of racing are much more popular in america Mm -mm. i guess so i want your so i don't know i'm all in i think it's cool um but there's a delay again, but I, uh, the opinion on what, uh, your opinion on silver dollar city's announcement today. On Oh man, I'm all on this hype train too. This is exactly what I wanted. Um, I think you're playing homage to the original silver dollar city ride. I'm so glad it's staying. I'm so glad the water effect is coming, is staying in there. Um, the hobnoblers are back too. So I was afraid they were going to disappear. Like I am all in and super hyped for this shit. I am really happy. Like as a fan of the park, like I couldn't be happier. So what's going to happen with the old fire in the hole? It's gone. It's trash. It's getting demolished. Just it's, it's gone. The, what? So what's happening with that part of the park then? Um, that is been in uh, the way. That has been in the be way. Future expansion. Yeah, it's been in the way of future expansion and completing the loop for the park. It's one of the reasons say, the park is so. It cuts off there. It cuts off there, so they're going to be able to complete okay. the loop, and it opens them up to hundreds of acres of much easier to expand upon land than going other directions. So there's, there's a big reason for that. Um, but I mean, my, like, and I'll say it again, just cause I want Drew's opinion here too. It's like the only thing and as happy as I am from a marketing perspective, keeping the name the same seems stupid because people are like, but you have fire in the hole. <laughs> um, I, I agree. And there we have like, it. Um, it's it's so weird that there's like a disclaimer on on um, coaster on uh, RCDB has like a disclaimer on it where it like mentions that this is for the one that is closing in 2013 or 2023, and this is for the new for 2024 one when you like open their profiles. So I I feel like I would have tried to figure out a way to call it like not fire in the hole tube. Um, because you can't do, and maybe they I, were going to, and then Top Thrill Two happened, and no. and the audience was like, "Never mind." Cedar Point just did this. I think they should have the called two, it the other hole. <laughs> <laughs> or the, I think it just should have called it Blazing Fury. Wait, 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 hold on. <laughs> wait, fire in the two hole. <laughs> <laughs> two, two fires, hole. two holes. Too fire, too furious. Yeah, two, two, two holes on fire. 
There's so many good ones. <laughs> yeah, sure. uh, I think it's really cool though. Um, I like that they are realizing. I don't care about the name, but I, I, I guess I, I don't care about most ride names. I whatever. What are guests going to call it anyway? They're going to call it Fire in the Hole. Hmm. Yeah. But do you think Dollywood does the same thing now? Does Dollywood redo theirs at some point? They're teasing a new dark yeah. ride. But I sort of I, think Dollywood I, will redo theirs, but put it in the exact same spot. I actually think that that ride's not going anywhere because the building's in a lot better shape. But I do think we might see a new dark ride there with a completely different theme. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what they're rumored. Some addition is somewhere where it's going back in uh, where like Moose on, or not Moose on the Loose, Bear on a Tear is and mm-hmm. Dragonflyer and that stuff. Yeah. So here's here's my big question about this. Is there a way to make a new version of Fire in the Hole that captures the camp fun of that ride that I can't imagine was actually intended in the first place. I, I feel like, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think you're going to get very similar scenes. I mean, we, the, the, they literally, all of the artwork is showing scenes that already exist in the ride, right? That's what all of the artwork is showing. So, I mean, it's going to be upgraded, but no, I think it's going to be camp as fuck because Silver Dollar City's always done camp. Like, always. And um, for the, uh, the, the old people in the room, what does it mean to do camp? It's like, like camping? Uh, Yeah, like no. campy, anything that's campy or like. You can't use the campy as the description okay, so of maybe like camp. It's like tongue in cheesy. cheek. Okay. It's cheesy. It's tongue in cheek. It's hokey. It doesn't take itself too seriously. It's kind of like when a bunch of people ride like a kitty coaster. It's like that equivalent. Okay. Well, we didn't say rapey. Okay, I understand. Yeah, so that that's kind of like what I love about that genre of coasters. Um, Fire in the Hole, Blazing Fury, um, the Underground at Adventureland. Yeah, who's teasing new upgrades to that coming this year or next year? RMC the, truck. It's, 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 uh, it's the thing is like, can they maintain the campiness of those rides? That's kind of part of the fun of them. If they're upgrading them. Yeah. But do you really see when they say upgrades, like it's never going to be a full overhaul. It's like, Oh, we added a strobe light and now there's like a laser effect. Yeah. And it secretly gets a control system upgrade that nobody knows, but was the most important part of the upgrade or something. Yeah, the station now is um, OSHA compliant. Yeah, IROC in compliant. It's like what they're doing at Elitch with Twister Two, with their when they've basically just like they did the minimal maintenance and they put like a painted a stripe on the outside of the tunnel. 
yo, it's Twister 3 now. <laughs> or whatever. I, yeah, I was trying to room. figure out what happened to make it Twister 3. I'm glad our uh, Denver correspondent here got the scoop on that. I think it's literally like a, like basically like a Bluetooth speaker of thunder effects in the tunnel with a strobe light. And then they painted two color stripes on the outside of the tunnel. And that's about it. It's because they couldn't afford to license Thunderstruck by ACDC. Well, this is what Kentucky Kingdom is going to do next year is going to get T4 is coming and they're just going to paint a blue stripe and add thunder noises. (laughs) (laughs) And people, people from the Midway will be throwing full cans of beer at the train as it goes by. See, like that's the thing with sequels. Like sequels only work for movies. Like think about in coaster history, a sequel for a roller coaster has like never worked. Excuse me, Ravine Flyer Two is one of the best roller coasters in the fucking world. Fuck yes, but the name though is a little. It's a little odd. Like why? Like calling it like calling your public calling that ride or to the public that name is like, and then marketing and putting it on the sign. I don't know. I think it works for Waldemir. That's camp. Well, Waldemir has no one to impress. <laughs> nah, and yet they built one of the best wooden roller coasters and keep expanding because people keep going back to it. They haven't done anything to get me to go back yet other than... I mean, I would go again. Nah, I want to have a party at Waldemir. Um, do like a... a, a, a I don't know. I think... I think a, a Waldemir like day trip is always a good day. Wacky Shack is 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 campy. Uh, so is uh, the hell is that? Uh, the Treasure Cove Ravine Flyer Two is an amazing wooden coaster. Uh, for some reason, the smoking section by Ravine Flyer Two is dedicated to the American coaster enthusiasts, and uh, I think that is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> the only smoking section that doesn't require you to be 18 well it, it's super weird right so the smoking section is under a part of ravine flyer and it's sponsored by the american coaster enthusiasts <laughs> or it's dedicated <laughs> to them or something something ridiculous uh i i love it though uh, oh my god that, that was that was i i i'm sure that was for like the one guy who lives like three miles from that park Who's like, we need a smoking area for me. Somehow his name is Bill. (laughs) Well, yeah, we know who that is. Do you think if I Google, can I Google this smoking section? Like if I put Ace. (laughs) Um, I I don't know the answer to that. I'll find out. I'll find out. Well, I'll ask this. Is this featured in the, um, in the loop video tour of the park uh you know i didn't shoot video when i was there um and i saw it from the train and i didn't think to take a photo of it it is a pokey stop if you play pokemon go um and so i definitely have a postcard saved from the ace um ace smoking section in pokemon go that just makes me wonder if there's like an event there like ace smokes waldemir (laughs) (laughs) That's so. I don't know why that's so funny. Like, is it? it, it, is it, 
did they is it like a standard ace plaque <laughs> like uh, no it's um it it's like the waldemir font like that normal waldemir sign just dedicating it to them huh they're like where can we put this where the fewest people will see it <laughs> that's I need to find a photo of this um so i have a sort of photo that i'm going to send um Zach via text. It's of the Pokey Stop in the game where you can see it's a picture of um, the sign that says Ace Memorial Park dedicated to the American coaster enthusiasts. And in front of it is a statue of a child kissing a puppy. There sure is. <laughs> Greetings from Ace Memorial Park. The real question is, who are they memorializing? And why is it in Pokemon Go? And why why is the memorial a smoking section? I don't know. <laughs> is, that that really, like- is that a really mean joke? I don't know, but it it it's definitely weird. <laughs> oh fuck, I swallowed a bug. Well, I mean, call back to Millennium Force? I don't know. <coughs> so, what is everybody thinking? Is, Does it uh, count for protein? Oh, wait, Sorry, Zach, can you send me that photo? You. Yes. <coughs> um, I, I actually found... Uh, a photo of it on the internet. Um, so I am also sending that to Zach to send to others. Uh, shout out to negativeg.com. Uh, they had a photo of it. As part of the North End expansion tucked into the entrance of Ravine Flyer 2 is the Ace Memorial Park. I guess the park wanted to show some appreciation for their biggest fans who have passed away. So they put this powerful, this peaceful, uh, except for the coaster that goes by every couple minutes, little corner for us to sit down and relax in. Okay, I just want to point out that the plaque visible in this picture you sent, Drew, it's dedicated to Nancy Kerrigan. <coughs> I don't know who that is. Um, I don't know who that is. She was a figure skater who got her knees bashed the fuck in mm-hmm. at the Olympics. Oh, I still don't know who that is, but um, yeah. Now, now I'm feeling a little more like an asshole. Jeez, you asshole. All right. Uh, we're going to uh, reconfigure our recording real quick. So, Maybe uh, we'll just cut right to it. See you in a sec. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> Woohoo. You know you're excited. I, I am very excited. You know what I'm most excited for right now? Fire um, in your hole? No, whatever uh, Great Adventure is going to announce. <sighs> I've heard Family Boomerang. <laughs> no, no, it's a super boomerang. Which I am all in for. 
Those things uh, look man, spam. Capacity is complete shit. Don't How confirmed is that, though? <clears throat> like, is there a source uh, hint yet? Uh, ev- <sighs> I think it's pretty confirmed. I mean, is there, are they making that. like a new entrance plaza and everything too for the park? I don't think so because this is a last minute addition. Like the the park, like Six Flags talked about it themselves last minute. I just think it's going to kind of go over the entrance plaza. Yeah, it came from like a failed park in China that never ended up happening, but the ride's built. Oh, interesting. So, yeah, uh, that is- a couple people thought it was there. I think there's a off chance. It's also the Vacoma tilt coaster from uh, Coda land because of just kind of how things were phrased. Uh, I but I think it's this super boomerang too. from China. Yeah. Cause I don't think Coda land's ever going to happen in reality. So um, someone's going to end up with that tilt coaster. I, I mean- would like Well, and also, I mean, if you're going to have a good front entrance coaster, a tilt coaster is pretty badass. Yeah, it definitely makes Dorney Park's edition less fun if uh, Great Adventure is doing basically a tilting version of the same exact ride you are building. Yeah. And I mean, like, I'm sure once the thing is, is like we as enthusiasts have seen that shit since what, like 2003, 2004, whenever they the first one was built. But as a new concept for an American theme park, that's going to be pretty big across like, you know, the public yeah. social media. It's going to be like a really big social media theme park, like TikTok video. Yeah. And why do you think that those just never I, uh, sold completely in agree? And I'm shocked no one's built one since then. Yeah, why didn't they take off? Why haven't parks built those? That's been always a big question to me. Yeah. Um, Unless the first one just had too many issues. Although it seemed like it was fine. The capacity is probably shit on them. Yeah. At least on Gravity Max. Yeah, because that whole tilt section is probably like one block zone, and that whole thing was like almost ninety seconds. Yeah, just to do like, like, yeah, doing all its moves and tilts and shit. And you probably can't be on the lift either, so you probably it's all included with the lift block. Hmm. But yeah, I'm sure they figured it out. I don't capacity know. Would be to like. Add a huge fucking layout with a bunch of block sections. Yeah, I, I don't know why they never really picked off. But then again, like the Axis Coaster by SNS looks really sweet. And no one's built one of those. But I guess it's because nothing SNS works right now. Um, all of their new stuff seems to have downtime issues. Yeah, but that's Vacoma really bad. doesn't have downtime issues. They just. Most American parks probably like fuck that we're not building a vacoma like those are rough pieces of shit maybe um and it like totally destroyed the american market it seems like they're just now getting back here so i think it's more plausible they're coming sooner rather than later do you think the public had that is the vacoma success of the boomerang and the slc some like weird late stage capitalism sign it's like when you see these shitty coasters being 
built off the shelf and reproduced everywhere, you know, like your system's probably fucked. Yep. Because it is actually kind of funny. It's like in a way, Vacoma pulled off like a kind of a great scam. They're like, hey, it's like five inversion coaster or six inversion, like, and now like everyone hates them. And yet, uh, Fiesta Texas just invested in new brakes and a second train so it can run every single day. They're open. There you go. There's just like the only one that I've ever ridden where I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. I guess I, I do don't remember like, it being rough. It I don't is- really like Vacoma boomerangs. I don't think it's the roughness. I just think you hit the, I, I guess my biggest problem is you hit the backwards envelop, uh, elements at the incorrect speed. Yeah. Um, and so it fucks with my equilibrium. Like you're going through that backwards loop way faster than you should. Um, but if you didn't hit it at that speed, you wouldn't make it through the rest of the layout. And so it's like, Oh, Every single time, I feel like. And that's really what I don't like about it. And I feel like almost all of them have a really rough spot in the cover roll. Oh, definitely. Yeah. It's weird that they run different trains on them. Like, some of them have, like, old arrow trains. Some of them have more Vacoma modern-y trains. Some have the vest ones. There's two now that have these weird Sunkid ones that have metal lap bars. Oh, yeah. That's always that always seemed like such a bizarre choice because if it's, especially if you get stapled with a metal one, or is it the mm. idea that it's not super tight? Well, I, I don't know. I've never done it, but um, those are the only boomerangs that I have an interest. This was such a long delay. I don't remember what we were talking about before. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I do want to talk about how Slater left us. Yeah. And here's what I want to get to was good gravy. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The ace coaster. Definitely an ace coaster. I could just see them doing some like really kooky like PR video where it's like, you know, it was like, oh, we had 18 people join us for the new ride and we gave them all a plate of Thanksgiving dinner to see how, how much they could eat during the ride and so there's just a bunch of people like shoveling mashed potatoes in their mouth like going up the yeah either the that or the gravy boat challenge where every participant has a a, a, a gravy boat that they have to ride with <laughs> out of like all the types full, of foods full of piping hot gravy yeah yeah plus like of all the types of foods that have spill on you i don't know what makes gravy so gross well, because it could be chunky. <laughs> yeah. Imagine spilling that- hot, chunky gravy on yourself <laughs> on a roller coaster. <laughs> and it leaves that like gross like residue on your skin that you don't know if it's like sugary, sticky, or if it's like greasy. Yeah. Um, I, uh, real quick, definitely an ace coaster. And I want to reiterate this. It's because it's themed to gravy and it's meant for kids to ride on. (laughs) Uh, It is meant for kids and adults to ride together on. 
Not just kids. Adults are welcome too. Proving the point even more so. (laughs) I know. That's where I was going with that. (laughs) Thank you for helping, Drew. Yes. I was like, it is not a kid's coaster. It is a coaster that children and adults can ride together, which actually is probably the exact coaster Holiday World needs. Um, Not necessarily this one in particular, but a family coaster for the family park that has three wooden roller coasters that are not very family friendly. Um, Makes a ton of sense because Holiday World's coasters and Holiday World, the rest of the park, never really made sense to me. Yeah, that aggressive Woody lineup is kind of funny. Just like imagining, I don't know, like parents with kids being like, "Oh, let's go to this theme park that's themed after Santa Claus," and then they have, and then they get on this like a wooden coaster and it ends up being like, you know, Legend, and they're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. And there's all these like weirdos there taking pictures. <laughs> <laughs> now I do want to. Moving into Santa Claus to. Uh, I want to. I just want to point out they really, really missed a couple opportunities with the name of this ride. First and foremost, Gravy Train. Yeah. Do Do you think that'll be the ride nickname? They call on the radio. It's like, we need three at gravy train. (laughs) No, I think it's just going to get called gravy on the radio. Yeah. So there's a possibility that, that maintenance will be like gravy's running hot today. Yeah. (laughs) Gravy's running cold. What'd you do today? I, uh, someone took a shit on the gravy. <laughs> and you work at Golden Corral? That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> remember, I mean, Zach, remember the description of like a bag full of tikka masala dumped like on a midway on a cold day? <laughs> <laughs> yes. That, but with like with the gravy boat thing. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why that's gross. Okay, first of all, that would never work because tikka masala is way too exotic for fucking southern Indiana. True. <laughs> they'd be like, they'd be like, uh, I got a bowl full of tikka mika pika. And secondly, Pika ma- salsa. <laughs> yeah, I got a bowl full of Pikachu salsa. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't know. I just don't. But that would be amazing. And honestly, there's definitely another joke about Thanksgiving and India and misunderstanding first nations people but i'm not smart enough to make those connections myself so listener it's on you (laughs) so um well what's next after good gravy like does holiday world 
build another roller coaster in the next 10 years? Or do you think the next one will be 10 years away again? I mean, hmm. <clears throat> they'll probably keep, they'll probably get another one in like five years. Maybe they'll get a Vacoma. Yeah. Replace that River Rapids ride um, with the 4th of July coaster. Yeah. It, one thing I find interesting, though, is like how many additions they have that are Thanksgiving oriented. Yeah. It makes, um, it's like it's like the main theme of the park is basically just Thanksgiving. Well, if you think about it, before Thanksgiving, the main theme of the park was Halloween. But isn't the front area... Yeah, I mean, I suppose. The front area is Christmas, but the only rides in Christmas are like a little kid section that half of the rides aren't even Christmas themed. They're just in Christmas. Um, and then you go into Halloween, which has Raven, Legend, um, the Log Flume, and it's a big area. And Fourth of July, I think, is the same sort of size area, but... Liberty launch is by far like the star attraction in, uh, in the, the, the 4th of July section. And then Thanksgiving is just huge. Yeah. I was going to say the Thanksgiving has a bunch of unused land still. Cause what was that? Giraffica? Well, that's where this is going. This is where okay. good gravy is going. It's taking up Giraffica's spot. Right. But then there's still more area back there before you get to Thunderbird. Yeah. That's for the January 6th section. Um, <laughs> Too soon, damn it. <laughs> don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> I couldn't think I of that. Actually, I was going to say, there's like, they haven't added. Thanksgiving was the last time they added a holiday to the park, and there's a couple they still haven't touched. Not January 6th. But, um, yo, I just picking it random here. Why not a Martin Luther King Day section? I think they are probably missing Mardi Gras as their next one or Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is good. Um,. Just a Labor Day section. That's <laughs> just like um, I don't know. Basically, it's already the theme of the park. It's just a break area. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Maybe that's an inside joke. They actually like label like on the employee map. It's like, yeah, they're in the Labor Day smoking section. That's <laughs> right next to the Ace smoking section. There's a Memorial Day smoking section, and there's a Labor Day smoking section. <laughs> What about St. Patrick's Day? Yeah. Uh, I bet you whatever roller coaster they build, it's green. That could work. Yeah. It could be like the drunk driving simulator. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Get a, a, a free spin. <laughs> <laughs> In a similar vein, what about New Year's Eve? Yeah, New Year's Eve is tough, though, right? Because 
I think New Year's Eve is the big icon would be like your firework finale. And the park already has that not themed to New Year's Eve. Like what, you know what, what else they, would you do for New Year's Eve? Well, do you know what they call the employee cafeteria? I would know, but New Year's Day. Uh, yeah, back to work. That wasn't as funny as I thought it would be, but like New Year's Day is a pretty lame holiday. Yeah, but yet that's the holiday. <laughs> okay, fine. But New Year's was, Day. I just imagine though, like if as an actual, Elva thinking about it as like a new section, they like don't do New Year's Eve. It's just a New Year's Day. It's just like a. The, like a very low budget generic theme. Yes. It's just banners that say Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> like printed on like shitty like office paper. Um, do you think Holiday World is upset that King's Island is also getting a Vacoma boomerang a Jumer boomerang this year? Do you think I that mean, was on some level Vekoma? they had to know? Right? They're like both. Imagine them like it's like a split like a show. It's like a split screen where it's like Holiday World and Kentucky Kingdom, like both talking to the park. Or King's Island, whatever. And it's every single family in the greater Louisville, Cincinnati metro watching, and they're like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> but Zamperla's like, uh no, I think you're gonna be the first one built in the US. And then the other one's like uh, I think you're going to be the first opened one in the U.S. Yeah, I thought it was a little strange that they both uh, got one this year, but I think it works for Kings Island. I think it works for Holiday World and sort of for different reasons. Kings Island adds capacity to a kid's area, which doesn't really have good kids roller coasters. Like it's got the one you need a kid. The junior hang and bang is pretty rough and hangy bangy and uh woodstock express or beastie or whatever it was called um i mean it's fine it's probably their best one but i think this is a a good addition for their children's section um versus holiday world i think is the smart decision for their park as a whole so the question is are they gonna be like super hyping ert on good gravy for Hollywood Nights have to be. They have to be right. Like, I feel like that's that that they're all in on that. And similar question: Is Kings Island going to have ERT on theirs for coaster stock? I bet you Kings Island has ERT on theirs for more than one of the four ERT sessions. Uh, coaster stock seems like an insane event. Like I've never done it before, but spending two full days from like 6am till midnight at Kings Island seems a bit much to me. Coaster stock (laughs) is like such a Kings Island fan event. Yeah. It's like, uh, the hippies in the seventies doing acid, riding the beast. Just like Kings Island fanboys, like, yeah, we want to camp in the park so we don't even have to leave. <laughs> yeah, well, um, 
Yeah, I just couldn't imagine like 6 a.m.'s like ERT times and then night and then 12 hours later you're back for more 6 a.m. ERT for another full day at Kings Island. Like I, I, I like Kings Island. I think it's one of the best Cedar Fair parks and I still would feel like two days seems way too much for me. Is um, How good is the ERT though? It's like... <laughs> Uh, it is right up there with like prime coaster mania when it was a two day event ERT where it was several rides for, uh, over an hour blocks. So wait, but uh, that's what I was trying to get though. So like, is it ERT from like six to nine or is it just one hour from like, yeah. So it's like 6am till 9am in the morning. And then it's like 10 to midnight or 10 to 1am at night or like, It's like three hours at night, three hours in the morning, um, and it's like four to six coasters and a couple other flat rides, each of the uh, different event blocks. And so okay. it'll be like Flight of Fear, Orion, Racer, Antique Cars, and like the two flat rides across from Racer will be like one of them. And then the next one will be like Beast, Diamondback, Mystic Timbers, and Kid adults can ride the kid coaster without an adult for like this next block. And then it'll be like Banshee bat in vertigo delirium um, and drop tower for this section. And then something else like they, all of the coasters end up in on ERT throughout the, the two day event. Hmm. See, I kind of want to go to that now. Um, when is it usually? Uh, like, I think it's, I forget. I would guess it's before uh, Coaster Mania and um, Hollywood Nights. So I would guess a, a, a May date, like a weekend in May would be my yeah, guess. Yeah, that but sounds I'm not, right. But I'm not confident in that. There's no fucking way that I'm doing that and camping in the park. No, I wouldn't camp. I just get a hotel. I mean, there are so many hotels in the greater Kings Island exits. Yeah. What's the, uh, is there a campground there already? Uh, Kings Island has one. Okay. So, so that's where the event camping is. Uh, I know they've done like coaster camp out where they've literally like camped on midways and in like grass spaces and stuff like that. Oh shit. Actually. Okay. So if you're saying that you could like set up a hammock in between like the beast supports or something. No, it's not like that. It's like you're <laughs> in like a, a, a Walmart tent, like pitched in like the grass around the, uh, the, the outdoor stadium that's there in the middle of the park or something like that. Oh. Yeah. It cuz then if you're doing that it's like really you got to like wake up and go take a shit in one of those bathrooms overnight. Plus like uh do they have showers on site? And second question, do people actually use them during that event? Um, no and no. <laughs> I, yeah, they might at the water park, but I don't know if the water park's open. But like, if if Cedar Point regulars actually wanted to take showers, uh, Cedar Point Shores has showers for them to use. 
that their platinum pass gets them into. Good point. You know what? Now that I think about it, I've never thought of that before. Um, like when traveling, like, I don't know. Have you ever, you know, like earlier in days, like you do coaster trips and sleep in the car and stuff. Um, yeah. Our, our buddy, I don't want to give his name away cause it's not exactly the best look, but a buddy of ours that we did a couple trips with said he saved a bunch of money doing that, sleeping in his car and showering at water parks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know people who uh, shower at truck stops and do the same sort of thing. So yeah, I've done the truck stop one at a, a loves and it actually, it was like better than I thought, but it was still a little weird. Like I felt odd, like going and purchasing a shower token. Uh, it's oddly on my bucket list, right? Like I, I, I don't necessarily need to do it, but I kind of just want to. Yeah. The other one I found is actually uh, community pools. If they do open swim, typically you can get into a, like a, you know, like a high school pool on a Saturday for like five bucks. So that's another one. Are you like homeless? <laughs> Well, at that point, you might as well get your Planet Fitness uh, membership so you can shower at Planet Fitness whenever you want. Yeah. Actually, nowadays, it's probably the best one because that's only 10 bucks a month. Yeah. Yeah. And then you could just rent um, a storage unit near the Planet Fitness and just yeah. live in there. <laughs> And your job can be um, picking up cans in between and selling it for scrap metal. You're right. I'd get OnlyFans going. Yeah. Yeah, and you can rent out a, the storage unit next to you and turn that into a, a bang garden. dungeon. Well, that's on the other side. Okay. I was going to say the one on one side, it's going to be a hydroponic garden. So you can grow like lettuce and kale Only. you know living with the land yeah and the other side's a bang dungeon <laughs> and both would bring in equal revenue just differently you know no, i'm just saying like you could live off the grid urban <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know like millennials were all about van life and being mobile and stuff gen z or the one or the one after that's going to be like i want to simulate pod life but they just live in like a dark storage unit and have hydroponics and shit it actually kind of sounds like it would be an interesting experiment yeah seems like a reality tv show waiting to happen yeah, I mean, giving people giving people a choice, there's a lot of people who'd pick a pod. What else you guys want to talk about? Well, you could do the same thing using a like a work van or a truck. I think the uh, the 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 schoolies, like the uh, the school bus people, I think are really neat. I, I definitely love the retrofitted school buses into homes. I think that's super cool. 
Yeah. Some of those look those pretty nice. Cool. Although there's no way to stealth mode those. No, but I think they I I, I find them amusing. Yeah, buy one of those in a clown suit. You could scare the shit out of anyone. <laughs> <laughs> just roll through people's neighborhoods, just nice suburban neighborhoods at like 3 a.m. Um, I would want to change the stop sign into a middle finger. And whenever I want to flick somebody off, instead of uh, um, flicking them off, I just pull out the middle finger thing and it like sticks out of the bus. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. That'd be awesome. It's a great idea. You could also mod it so that, like, you could have the, that back door come open. So, like, if somebody's tailgating you, it, like, drops a fucking bottle of Fago. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's great. <clears throat> I don't know. I think there's some really great ideas if you start using like the road warrior brain. Yes, there's a lot of great ideas out there. Fuck van life. I'm talking like I want to modify a go-kart into a tiny house. Let's make it happen. Um, you might need two go-karts. One's probably not big enough. Yo, we start with Bender's apartment. <laughs> <laughs> a golf cart could probably make one. I've seen some pretty cool ones where you take a like a U-Haul truck since you can get those for like 35 bucks a day and just make that a little camper. All right. What would be the best motorized vehicle to drive on a roller coaster? Um, the best or amusing because I think it'd be really funny to watch someone try to do like one of those, uh, 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 what are they called? Segways. Ooh, that would be interesting. I mean, you're familiar with that video of La Montaña Russa where the guy rides the dirt bike. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I guess think along those lines. Mm hmm. Because, like, thinking about a golf cart, I immediately was like, what if you put a golf cart on a kitty coaster? Yeah. Um, have you seen the pictures of the modified chassis uh, where a Formula One car was put on the big one at, uh, at Blackpool Pleasure Beach and someone drove a Formula One car around the track? Oh, oh shit. Yeah. yeah, that's right. I did see that. Like it's okay, wild. there's the no winner. like video of it. It's just the one picture of the car coming down the first drop. Like how different our societies are now. <clears throat> I That's think the there winner. is I think there is a video of it on YouTube. Um still because I think I, I we watched it recently. 
But what was funny though is like seeing that guy's head like vibrate side to side on all the transitions. Probably gave him whiplash. <laughs> I mean, he's used to more G's than a roller coaster. True. Would be my guess. So his neck's probably prepared for that. He packed one of those like travel pillows. Yeah. <laughs> Which apparently I have been wearing backwards my entire life and it's actually supposed to go the other direction. Where it's like choking you? Yeah, you're supposed to snap it in the back, not the front. I guess that makes sense. And then you like lean on it. Wild. Yeah. I guess that makes sense, but I don't know if I can change my habits at this point. With I know, right? Like it's, I, don't, I don't think so. I never really got the hype. I never really find them that comfortable. I'll tell you yeah. where they come in handy. You're on a long road trip and you're in the passenger seat. Boom. Oh. I don't usually get to sit in the passenger seat, though. Uh, me neither, but it's I happened could, one w- once or twice, and it's been a beautiful thing to have that. Yeah, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Those things hey, are simple always, convenience. I've like bought those things on long flights, and I want to use them, but I feel like it never actually like. I never. It, it's like not any more comfortable. Yeah, I I kind of wish I would get like a uh, I don't know like a um uh, um a plush like ass cushion to put on the seat, and I think that would be way more pleasant. You know those purple mattresses? Yeah. So they have an ass cushion um, that you get if you buy the mattress, and it's pretty small. But yeah, those are nice. I wonder if that would be pleasant on a plane. Probably. They need to sell those everywhere. I mean, legit, like airport, sporting event, theme park. Ass cushion. Get your ass cushion here. Mm-hmm. $10 ass cushions. Want a cushy tushy? Buy my ass cushion. Like, imagine you're about to go ride fucking the Coney Island Cyclone. Yeah. And you're like, oh, look at that. For $10, I can get a purple mattress cushion. You know I mean, what? Let me do that so my ass doesn't end up getting kicked by a lead pipe. Well, that's going to be the uh, the new upcharge, right? Like, uh, <laughs> like, to skip the line is $20, but to skip the line and have an ass cushion is $45. they are only in imagine- row... Two, six, and nine. Well, could you imagine BM offering like a new train for rattly rides? And they have like, it's like. They already do that. BM <laughs> with purple. Uh, speaking of rattly rides, holy shit. Pipeline is uh, getting rattly here real quick. Oh, really? Really? I was just at SeaWorld yesterday and uh, Hyde and I just rode it next to each other and like, uh, it, it both ended. And I was like, wow, that got rattly I wonder Didn't it if, just open like a couple months ago yeah 
Um, and it definitely should only be running one train, but they have two trains on it and it's, it's not a long enough ride to run one train compared to how long it takes to load in that Florida sun. Oh, so you're sitting out on the brake run for a good long while. Yeah. We standing, but yeah, um, we, we were stacked for about a minute and 10 seconds. Um, which isn't terrible, but if you think like minute and 10 plus the entire ride cycle, um, it took them to dispatch the train in front of us. So it was at least like a two minute dispatch. See, when I was there, seats were getting stuck and then people were getting stuck in the rain because of the, like the train in the station would have a problem with harnesses. And then like people were just trapped in the brake run for 15, 20 minutes, just getting completely dumped on. Yeah. Um, I didn't see any, seat problems with bypassing. Although the guy in front of me on the ride did not fit in his seat. So then they tried, had him try uh, the seat next to it and he fit in that one. So then it was like weird, like, Oh, so they couldn't get the sensor on the left side, but they got it on the right side. Like, which is the right sensor? Oh, (laughs) none of them. Well, I mean, in those cases, it could literally just be like, I don't know. Maybe you just sat down in the slightly different position. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, it was a little jolty and I was surprised um, because it was not that way when I wrote it at media day. It almost but it's just still seems stupid like stupid fun. It It is a dumb, fun ride. That is probably the second best coaster in that park. So it's still good. Oh, it's really good. Uh, especially if you, uh, now on my second ride, I sort of knew what to expect and I would time my jumps. And so then you would get stupid high in the air on the, uh, on, on the seats and you're just like feet are off the ground for a good, like three to four seconds before you like come back. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It's it's pretty cool. Um, the first one I was letting the ride just do it for me, and then I was like, all right, I know we're gonna pop here. So three, two, one, spring jump. And uh it's 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 really fun. Yeah, I wish oh, I could I have gotten, that, Ryan. Yeah, I wish I could have gotten on it. I was in the line for a long ass time and I like got up there and then I was literally gonna be the next train and then it went down for the day. That sucks. And then I couldn't get icebreaker either because they closed the line like an hour and a half early. Yeah. Um, I really don't like how the parks are being operated right now in uh, at SeaWorld Orlando, but that doesn't surprise me because the rides close early for when they're fireworks. <laughs> oh, that's it. Yeah. Cause they want everyone to watch the fireworks. So they try to clear the lines out and send everyone to go see the fireworks. Wait, so they close all the ride lines early. Uh, you know, I don't know if they close all of them, uh, but in years past they have uh, it, it. Each year is slightly different. Like there's been years where like the park was open till nine, but Kraken was closing at six 30 and so it was journey to Atlantis to push people all the way on the other side of the park. Um, and Mako used to close early for fireworks. I don't know if they do anymore, but icebreaker definitely does now. Um, and I think pipeline does as well. 
That's so dumb. Which is wild because the fireworks are literally at park close. So I wish they did what Kings Island did and just held dispatches for the fireworks show and then continued dispatching afterwards. Yeah, that would be perfect. That's a nice solution. Yeah. Like, uh, so it's pretty cool with Beast Night Rides if you go on a firework night because you get in line for Beast. Uh, you can see some of the fireworks depending on where you are in line, and then they reopen the ride after the fireworks, and it's like super dark. I got to do that exactly in, uh, I want to say like 2008. Yeah, and I think it's a great deal, and I, I'm surprised they still do it, but they still do. Like, uh, modern era theme parks would be like, nah, sorry, Beast has to close at 8.30 for our fireworks show. But like, how do you close Beast without getting people their night rides? I think that's just uh, one of those Kings Island things. Yep. Which I'll I'll give them. No, I Kings Island I think has a pretty solid guest experience right now. It's just not something I would want to do for two days at a good coaster stock. But um, I like going to Kings Island. I think it's a lot of fun. Agreed. Yeah, it's a good park. I um, I guess I don't know why. People give it a lot of shit still, it's, which is weird. It seems to be people that live near it. Like, I know two different people that apparently they haven't been since, like, 2003, and they just refuse to go. They're just like, no, I don't like that park. It's wild. I mean, I used to think it was, like, Cedar Point's little brother, where I always thought Cedar Point was the better park. It was operated better. Um but I still think Cedar Point is the better rides, but I think Kings Island has done a great job of operating their park. I think they have a better guest experience than you get at Cedar Point now, which mm-hmm. is crazy saying that out loud. I guess it's reputation though. Was it, was it, was it like worse during Paramount? Uh, you know, I, I, when I went as during Paramount, I was a kid. Right. But like, I, I, I feel like Paramount was a lot like the reputation of like six flags parks, but of course, like son of beast also like injured people and that. So, and Kings Island has black Sunday where three different people died at Kings Island on the same day. Right. Yeah. Which is pretty wild. That whole- it is wild. Like crazy to think two people got electrocuted in the pond and one person fell out of a ride on the same day. Yeah. Wait, when was that? Uh, it was called Black Sunday. I don't remember when it was. Flight Commander was the ride that they fell out of. Jesus Christ. Black Sunday, Kings Island. Um, and people got electrocuted in the pond. Yeah, they went into the fountains, the old fountain thing, and um, it was June ninth, nineteen ninety one. Uh, yeah, two people went swimming in the the old fountains, and they got electrocuted by like open wires or something, and died, and then. A little later, a drunk girl 
switch seats on flight commander um, while she was intoxicated and accidentally flipped her thing upside down and was sitting on top of her restraint and fell out of the ride. Yeah, that oh, one's crazy. Geez. Yeah. Um, so that led to the the industry standard that you see at most parks now where you close empty restraints. Um, because the... So what had happened was the there was a single rider on the ride who was who was drunk and they slipped from they were sitting in their one seat and the other seat was empty and the restraint was still up. So they slid out of their seat in order to they were able to get into the other seat because they slid out of that. But in the process of sliding out, they lowered the other restraint. Uh, that was up in the time before to below them. So then they were sitting on top of the harness on the other seat and flipped the car upside down and fell out. Crazy freak accident changed a lot in the industry that nobody really knows about, but um, yeah, black, black Sunday at Kings Island. The one thing, so I guess it wasn't the one thing I don't understand about the flight commander is that wasn't it like all basically electronic so did she like hit the joystick and it flipped upside down or was it just her body weight? Yeah, no, she, she hit the joystick. She, and went upside down. Um, Oh yeah. Makes sense. Can you tell I took a college class on amusement park accidents? Okay. So this sounds pretty similar in nature to lightning loops. Yes. Okay. I mean, um, I don't know if I really have a question there. This is this, but this is a flat ride that they ended up removing, which is funny because these flat rides now sort of live on in those uh, Gerslauer spinning flipping rides where you can like flip yourself. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say, what's a flight commander? Um, it's a it's a flat ride that is. Uh, older version of the kind of um, flat ride that like Canada's Wonderland has where you like go up in the tower and you use like your wings to like flip your ride vehicle around. Um, Flight Commander was like that where it was on a little tower um, and you could flip upside down. Okay. I would uh, Google Flight Commander at Kings Island if you were curious. I think you can adjust the height, too. It's like a... Yeah, it's like a joystick, and you could, like, raise your pot up and down and flip it. And there were, like, probably, like, 30 arms on it. It was was a huge ride. Mm -hmm. At the time, Kings Island and Kings Dominion both had them. Ride built, like... Built by Intamin. Intamin Curse. Yeah. It sort of has a ride vehicle that also kind of looks like Windseeker's ride vehicle. Only the cars can flip upside down and sort of do Dumbo formations. Oh, yeah. Good point. Yeah, they are actually a lot like Windseeker. Do you know about the that tumbler ride the tumbler 
it was like I think that's what it, it was like a chance ride. It was like a chance double Ferris wheel, but it was the one with the steering wheel that you could flip your car upside down. Yeah. I think there was one at like St. Louis. I don't know. Old flat rides are crazy. And there's, I think there's one at Coney Island too, or Astro World. Mm-hmm. For some reason, that ride thing, like that era of rides, is pretty nuts. The huge flat rides. Yeah, I mean, we were able to develop huge flat rides before we were able to develop huge roller coasters. If you think about it. Yeah. And if you think most of those old huge flat rides are all gone, like the, the Hoos Condors, like nobody builds those anymore. Yeah, the um, Frisbees. Although I guess yeah. they have, Frisbees are, I guess, still a thing. But. but like the old school, bigger giant flat rides from like the 70s and 80s don't really exist anymore. Yeah. We've, we, we've modernized the flat rides, but some of the, like the smaller ones like scramblers and stuff stay around forever. Yeah. Isn't, um, um, what's that one? The one at St. Louis, the, the Excalibur. I heard that one's getting removed finally, or it's yep. getting scrapped. RIP. That was a cool ride. Yeah, I thought that was like a one of a kind. I think there yeah, was one of two of them or something. Yeah. Because there's a German one that went to Great Adventure. Oh, wait, no. Is the Great Adventure and the St. Louis one the same? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this is the one from Great Adventure. Okay. That was a, that was actually a really cool... I don't know. Did you guys ride that? Um, I, did, I did not. It was never open when I was there. Oh. That was a really cool ride. Vacoma had Vacoma cars and Vacoma restraints. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looked like a chaos meets a frisbee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, um, did you guys ever ride that that like ninety degree roundup that was at Canada's Wonderland? Yes. Canada's Wonderland has some wild flat rides. Yeah. Those ones are And like fun. even since the last time I've built, they've been they've probably built three or four more wild flat rides. Like that park's always been known as more of a flat ride park at least to me. Yeah, I mean it, Leviathan's great, Behemoth's a good hyper. I'm sure Yukon Striker is a great dive coaster and Vortex is a great era suspended coaster, but everything else in that park collection is a clone or a terrible ride or both. Yeah. The mighty Canadian mind buster. Yeah. Sky rider was good though. I missed that ride. Yeah. I, I, I liked the Togo standup coasters cause they had weird ejector airtime that just should not have been there. Yeah, and like like Shockwave was, I don't know. People gave that one a lot of shit. Although that one had that weird layout that mm-hmm. had like the turn in the middle. 
I, I still, I think they were fun. I didn't really care for Shockwave. Yeah, it is what it is. Friends, right now. I, I don't know how long you plan on going for, um, but I guess I would like to wrap up at least my portion of this because I live on the Eastern Standard Time. I was about to do that, so, but now I can blame you. And that's fair. And that's fine because I'm getting tired over here. And I know you're an hour ahead. And Ben's an hour behind me. So you're two hours ahead of Ben. Yeah. Think about all Time's the people. Weird. Think about all the people that though that download this episode and they like maybe like fell asleep or weren't paying attention. And they, it started off with Slater and it ends with you. Like you're like, what? What? <laughs> Did Slater's voice change? <laughs> I know he said he wanted to be more masculine so he could uh, go to Six Flags Cadoba. Wish that, that shit's works. coming along. That's so weird. I can't believe it's real. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's very surreal. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I suppose we'll have to save that for another episode soon. Yes. Well, thanks for having me on here, guys, uh, even though it was probably for uh, the last half, and uh, I started off with giving you guys technical difficulties. All good. You didn't give us technical difficulties, but thank you for joining us. Yeah, I uh, should have responded to your message an hour earlier. That's all right. I'm glad it worked out. Yeah. So go listen to Drew on In The Loop. Uh, and uh, I was also on the Coaster Cuzzies podcast uh, last week talking about Florida parks. So uh, you guys are my uh, third podcast in uh, in three weeks. So thank you guys for having me. Oh, my God. You're doing a tour or something. Well, now I have my podcast room. So it's great. Well, we'll have to get you on uh, back on here more frequently then. Yeah, um, just give me more than like uh, less than an hour's notice, if possible. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's see what we can do. Okay, cool. <laughs> but thanks for coming on, Drew. No, I appreciate it. And I feel like, um, you know, go listen to In The Loop and then watch their YouTube channel. And also, because Slater's not here to do it himself, go listen to Ride This One. Because he was here earlier. So, <laughs> yeah. Get the plug in uh, and then do whatever. Uh, join our Discord. That's what you should do. That's about all from us. Uh, ben, you got anything else? No, I'm good. Drew, you, you got anything else? Um, no, uh, just uh, help control the pet population and have your pet spayed or neutered. Weird. That's right. Just thinking about that. Bob Barker. He was my hero, man, as a kid. <laughs> May he rest in peace. Yes. Um, yeah. So, do you- Bob Barker probably died old enough for us to remember him, but just at the perfect age before the uh, Me Too movement. I mean, I feel like if he was that bad, it would have come out by now. Yeah, I just he just always was like. Doing the little, like, kissy of his beauties that I was wondering if he was a creeper. 
He seemed too genuine to be creepy. I feel, I like, feel like Richard Dawson would be the creeper from that. Uh, oh, absolutely. Someone would have been out about it now. By now, I feel like. Hmm. I mean, he kissed every woman every time. So, like, he's he is a creeper. <laughs> yes. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> the episode title is uh, Richard Dawson is a creeper and no one has any idea why, including Slater, who was on the show. Right. He's like, who the fuck is Richard Dawson? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, for real, this is why you got to listen all the way to the end of the show. <laughs> you never for, know when the random fun things come out. For real. But uh, with all that stated, Richard Dawson's a creeper. And, uh, yeah, thanks a bunch for listening. Thank you, Drew, for being here with us. And uh, thanks to Slater. Yeah, thank you, Slater. Appreciate it. Thanks for moving aside so Drew could talk. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, so thanks for listening. And until next time, your Your favorite favorite coaster sucks. Twice. Two. (laughs) 